Welcome to Two Ages in the Facts, where University of Georgia's Family Consumer Science agents, Leslie Weaver-Thomas of Chatham County and Carrie Vandiver of Ware County, host friendly discussions on reliable, relatable, research-based topics on real-life issues. Hey, Leslie. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know why? Why is because that? Because we're recording this side by side. I know. People don't get the concept. We usually have to go through Zoom or get all technical, but we're together. Yay! All the more reason why we should go live. Just, oh, I mean, gosh. you know how I feel about the whole Oprah and Gail thing. Just saying. One day. <laughs> Leslie one day wants y'all to see our faces. <laughs> Hers one is a lot folks. prettier than mine, but anyway. Listen, it, 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 it's going to go down one day. I promise. <laughs> Well, uh, Leslie's here in Waycross with me for this recording today, and we are just super pumped. We're getting ready for a conference that y'all don't care anything about, but we do. <laughs> so we decided to um, go ahead and, and record a podcast and then go do some some conference, conference work. We're yeah. pumped. So um, y'all are going to just get us our best today, I think. Right, Leslie? I think so. And I had a nice ride down, so I think so. This is a nice... Um, I guess you would say out the office work day. Oh, yes, for sure. sure. Not for me, but for <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about today, Carrie? Well, I was going to ask you that. What do you want to talk about? So, I know that time is approaching and some of us are getting ready to go back to school. And for the most part, a lot of our parents, if you're thinking like I am, it's kind of snuck up on us. Do you feel that uh, way? Yes, absolutely. Like July just went overnight. Like mm. it was really, really quick. Um, so I have a few uniform hacks and just a few back to school things like for safety for parents to kind of be aware of. Oh, cool. So what do you have to share today? Well, I want to talk about on the same token, we're going to get into talking about, um, it's, it's children's vision, health and safety month. Okay. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about, um, why your vision health is important, obviously, but especially back, it's important for our going yes, back to school. It it's is, important it for, for for being productive in school activities, sports, yes. even play. Yes. So we're gonna be on that same line of back to school, but talking about vision health. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. So um, let's start with a few back to school safety tips. So we know we're going back to school and you know, Carrie, the cool thing about back to school is it's the same for everyone, I like to think. Like you get excited, you have a new outfit, you have a new uniform, you may have a new lunchbox, you may have a new book bag. So you're always excited that night before to get back to school, right? I think so. I like to think so. And um, what do we do as parents? We always like to take a picture, we send it out to friends, or now we put it where? On social media. Mm -hmm. um, we get our stickers on our cars, we get our nameplates in the windows, we get all geared up for the carpool line <laughs> to sit for an hour to make it through back to school. But I have a few uh, safety tips and tricks that we need to be aware of um, in this current day and age. Um, so here are a few. Um, be on the lookout for school zones and signals and always obey the speed limits. You know, um, I've seen a lot on the news and a lot, especially here in the Southeast, that where there's a shortage of bus drivers in some counties. Yeah. Um, so a lot of buses are gonna be doubling up or taking um, maybe routes that are a little more uh, common to the public instead of like neighborhood routes, like main streets and things of that nature. So pay attention to buses as they're stopping, as they're uh, slowing down, 
as they're dropping off kids, be aware of that. Uh, of course, when we enter a school, a school zone, be sure to slow down and obey those laws. Um, and just kids are in some school zones. Kids are walking to school too. A lot of kids are walking to which school. Which is great. All, it's great for activists. But you need to be looking out for that. Yes, and that's a lot of kids are probably walking to school now due to the fact that don't there's not a lot of bus routes. Yeah. So uh, just be aware. Um, never pass a lane, a car in a school zone. Um, this would be something interesting for you, Carrie, riding your bikes. A lot of our kids now are riding bikes to oh, school, yeah. which I think is great. I see kids in my neighborhood and they're, they're, they ride their bike through the neighborhood to get to school. Um, so we just want to be sure that we are obeying them and the, and the, ro the rules of the road, always stay on the right-hand side of the road and on the same side of the direction of the traffic. Uh, be sure that your child knows to use all the appropriate hand signals. So if they're riding, make sure they're aware of what kind of signals and things they need to be handling. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and then you may want to walk with them, especially if your kid is a walker or a bike rider. Uh, you may want to practice the safest route home yes. for them. Uh, between home and school, practice it with them, demonstrate it with them, let them know where the traffic is going to possibly increase, where it may decrease. And this way, God forbid, if anything ever happens or they're taking a little longer than average to get home, you know what route they're taking. Yeah. So you can follow that route to make sure that they're making it. Yes. Um, something else that was very interesting that I saw, and then we're going to get on to uniforms. Um, I saw a local sheriff's department, I think it was possibly in the state, I'm not sure, um, post um, awareness when it comes to pictures for social media. You know, all parents like to put their cute little Johnny with a board that says K Road Elementary, fifth grade, uh, I want to be an astronaut, and here's my name, little Johnny, right <laughs> on the board. However, uh, local sheriff's departments are asking for parents not to put all that information on a school board when you put it on a picture and post it on social media. They're saying that is an easy target for. Um, kidnapping, mm -hmm. um, scamming, um, passwords. So instead of putting the child's name, they're asking you not to put the child's name or the child's school, just put the age and what that child may aspire to be and maybe a favorite color. Right. Information that won't be so um, critical um, if in, in any kind of worst case scenario, which makes sense. It does make sense. And I mean, schools have security things in mm -hmm. place where... Mm -hmm. Not just anyone can come and grab your kid out of school, but still, yes, there's always this chance, right? Yes, of, yes, yes. Or they follow that kid home, especially if that kid is a walker, like we're talking yes, about. Yes, absolutely. Figure out that kid's route, and they're saying, "Hey, Aiden, why did you know my my name is Aiden?" Well, they may say, "Oh, I know your mom," but really, I've been seeing your mom's Facebook posts. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I know you're in Miss Singleton's class. Well, how did you know that? Well, they saw it on the picture. Yeah. So just be careful. Our kids are. Are, are impressionable and they're vulnerable and they're polite because we raise them to be that way. That's right. <laughs> so um, you never want them to get in a situation where they have to fend for themselves because we put all this information out to the world and unbeknownst to ourselves, some people are using it for evil. So that's something we want to be careful with. Um, when it comes to our uniforms, I have not started uniform shopping or back to school shopping. Have you? No, I'm hoping to go next weekend, but Wells is not pumped about that. <laughs> He I have wants not. the stuff, but he don't want to be involved. Well, you know, <laughs> things that we have to get for back to school are like book bags, right? Uh -huh. So this says uh, to prevent back injuries and book bags uh, should have wide straps. Yeah. Right. Uh, padding in the back and the shoulders should not, and the book bag should not weigh over 10 to 15% of the child's body weight. Okay. So 
do they still bring books home? Like, I mean, like textbooks, not so much. Well, I don't know. You know, I only have a, a young one, so okay. he didn't always bring, he would bring a lot of libraries books. He would also take his own books back and forth, like his own okay reading yes. materials yes. back and forth. Yes. But really, he's got like a folder in there. Okay. okay. <laughs> that works. That works. Well, when we pack them up to go for that first week or so, you know, we're taking all that stuff with them. So just be sure that you're placing the items in the backpack and uh, place the heavier items in there first. Um, and the closer heavier items are to the child's back, the less restraint they will be causing on the back. Oh, so yeah, because it's not leaning up. That exactly. That doesn't make yeah. sense, right? Um, also, this is a good safety point. Remove drawstrings from jackets, sweatshirts, hoodies, and this could be uh, at risk for uh, strangulation, right, and injuries. Mm -hmm. And if you're like me, I hate to see kids pulling on the string. And putting it's it all, in their mouth. Yeah, putting it in their mouth, <laughs> playing with it, making it a rope. It's probably just a distraction all the way around. So if you can't take it out, that would be great. Well, Leslie, I mean, on that same note, I did some uh, research Oh, a year or two ago for a vaping Ooh, thing I had to do. Yeah. You know they make hoodies that like uh, the drawstring is the, so you can hide. It's like, you know, <gasps> kids can hide that they're vaping because it's in the drawstring of their hoodie. So go and just take that out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that too. Is that a new thing? I don't know. This was two or three years ago that I did that program. So. Oh, that's scary. Uh -huh. No, yeah, that's you yeah. You know they've got them hidden in things I never like pencils knew. and USBs and all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, this was like a hoodie string. Oh no, y'all. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I never knew that. Okay, good to know. And for those who are asking where this information came from, you'll never guess, Carrie. Um, my local board of education. No, where? it came from ADP Security. Oh, right. I thought that was pretty. I mean, they would know. They're the security folks. Yeah, they would know. <laughs> um, oh, also they're mentioned on here, if you have like cameras on your home, ring cameras or things, you may want to position them, you know, I know they're coming up your walkway and such, but position them, make sure they have a wide outlook for um, the street. As Not your kids just are, on your porch. Yes, but. So, so you can kind of watch kids to and fro mm -hmm. um, as who's approaching, who's leaving, that kind of thing. That's mm -hmm. always a good help. Yeah. Um, so... ADP, shout out to them. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I thought so. So let's get on to the uniforms. So here are a few useful hacks for school uniforms. Um, first of all, how many uniforms would you usually buy for a child going back to school? I don't know. We don't do uniforms. So we, I think we should buy at least seven. So one per day. I think so. Mm, well, so um, seven doing laundry every day. Yes, seven. <laughs> seven uniforms matching sets mm -hmm. if you can and then maybe like two or three random shirts you know mismatch pieces mm -hmm. you know within that color scheme if you can i just think because hey if you have spaghetti i don't want to have to wash that uniform you know that <laughs> night and well you better go day. in and, and i mean it. we're gonna shout it out and stuff <laughs> but i don't want to have to be like hostage to the uniform right so yes. i would just say seven ish sets if you can you know <laughs> Just saying. And try not to get um, all the same sizes overall for uniforms. I know, like, for me, this year, we did last year, I guess CJ was, like, a six, and we tried to get a few sevens, like, towards the last end of the semester. Does that make sense? Because they uh -huh. grow, you Is know? Is it hard to find uniform pieces yes. in the middle of the year? Yes, yes, yes. That makes sense. And the common sizes, you know, especially that slim, tall, linky for boys, yeah. that, gets, that gets hard. So try to kind of, you know, Mitch match the sizes a bit so you could have them 
And that way you don't have to like, oh my gosh, this is a fit this morning. And now you're going to school with high waters. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. Like Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who well, CJ loves, by the way. So he's okay with that. <laughs> so here's another hack. So all change. Um, when your kids get home, you know, we always have that saying, get out of your school clothes and put on your play clothes. Right. Mm -hmm. So all change for when your school gets, when your child gets in uniforms and also have a place where they're putting their items so it may not be in their regular dresser drawer or their closet but for that week or for the those x amount of two or three days have like some type of little box or a little chester or a little hutch or something that your school uniform is here this is your safe place for your uniforms your socks your underwear so you're not trying to scramble the yes tomorrow i can't find a matching sock mm -hmm. right my shoes don't match just this is where this stuff belongs in that area so i will say all change will be great for that Number two, label everything. How many of you, your kids go to school with a jacket or a windbreaker and then by the end of the week, they have no idea where it is? Me. I'm sure we have <laughs> given at least three good coats to the Chatham County Public School System, okay? <laughs> so be sure you want to label your items, right? Uh, you could do this by getting monogram stickers, by saying Allen or Wells, right? And mm -hmm. putting it in their shirts. Um, you could get stamps. I saw very trendy stamps. Oh, I've seen those stamps. But not only just for the clothes, you could put it on their uh, lunch boxes. Mm -hmm. You could put it on their school supplies. Um, I think that would be cool. So laboring, labeling will always be good. I don't know. Call me old school, but I remember my mom put my initials in my stuff. Do you remember that? Like uh, the yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially Underwear in the summer. And everything. Yes. 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 <laughs> and usually that's something that we get out of when kids get out of daycare. You know. But when they get in middle school, you still need a few labeling uh -huh. items. Um, if you're wondering what to do with old uniforms, call your school and see, hey, do you guys need something for a closet? So that's a good idea. Right? Do that. Kids outgrown yes. it. Yes. Kids outgrown it. Do yeah. you need it? Because the nurse may need it for accidents. Mm -hmm. There may be some families there that when the kid comes to school, they may have a certain set. It may be a cool day that day. They may not have long sleeve or whatever. So you want the kids to be comfortable and be able to learn. So it's always great for that school to have like a emergency closet yeah in the case of emergency so when you go to open house and you're cleaning out before you go to open house you're cleaning all your kids stuff ask the teacher ask the principal hey do you, would you guys have a closet would you like any donations for last year gently worn if possible uniforms yeah i think great. that'd be good um number three uh they say look for extra uniforms and we just kind of mentioned that about trying to buy extra in sizes um have a pacific wash day now y'all I do not like to wash clothes. And I've said that before. I don't like to fold clothes. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind throwing them in the dish. If I could have a laundry room. person, it would just be like, <laughs> the Lord heard my prayer, right? Like, it would just be like, I'm living life. I have arrived. If I have a laundry, if I have a person who can handle laundry, you don't even have to iron it. Just fold it. I have arrived. I have arrived, right? So set a Pacific wash day, okay? Mm -hmm which I'm learning that my wash day in the household is becoming Sundays just because I can wash everything and I can watch movies and fold them up and be done with it. I don't even notice it, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm already in the house getting ready for the next day yeah, anyway. that's true. Um, but have a, have a wash day. So Friday afternoons for all school uniforms or if that's Sunday or what have you, have a wash day and have a designated place for that child. Again, maybe not in the laundry room with all the other stuff. Leslie, there are five people in my house. Carrie Every is day cringing. Is day. I know, I know, I know. I if know. I did one wash day, it would be, I, I would only do that, which is what you have to wash all day. Well, oh. I, well, I'll give you. I'll, I'll say this. Um, my husband wears uniforms to work, so sometimes with his uniforms, they may have chemicals and things on it. So I do have to wash 
more than one day. Yeah. But I'm washing his uniforms. If anything, I'm only washing his uniforms and whatever else, towels and things like that, that gets thrown in. Yeah. But a heavy wash day will be a Sunday. Yeah. So maybe just pick right. like two days. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You got to try. I get it. <laughs> I know. I know. If I get a laundry person, then I'll, I'll send her to you. Okay. That'd be great. I'm I sure know. she would not <laughs> mind driving that far. I'm sure. Um, and then when you have these wash days and when you're picking up these garments, like for uniforms and things, make sure we're checking the tags, right? Because materials and things are getting very fancy now. You have the sweat resistance, you have the cotton, you have the poly blends. You never really know what, uh, you want to be sure whatever you're buying is wash machine friendly. It would be horrible you have to hand wash uniforms in the middle of the week. Right. So check your labels on your items before you wash them. Uh, of course, separate your darks and your whites. Uh, use the correct detergent and things. Uh, fabric starters. Just make sure that you're 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 getting the right item. OK, um, school shoes. This will be my last one. And I'm going to include the socks in this. Um, I don't know about you, Carrie, but, you know, you have your school shoes and then you have your play shoes. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're like, a, you have a little girl, young lady, you have your little Mary Janes, mm-hmm. right? Or if you're a guy, you have your little Hush Puppies, your little Buster Browns, and you can't play soccer in those. You think my son is wearing his Hush Puppies, it, his loafers, whatever, you think he's going to put those on to go to school? He Please. won't wear those to school? No. Not even like with his khakis or something? Now, if it's think- uniform. Yeah, we well, have uniform. If it's so uniform. But okay, on a picture day. Or sometimes you may have a dress-up day. No? Mm-mm. Okay. But you're right. I think you say. But so we have even like school shoes, tennis shoes, and yes, play shoes. Yes, exactly. Shoes. So yes, exactly. we still do. So yeah. let's have a set place for these items, right? Yeah. Uh, your school shoes, of course, you may wear them a little more a- more often than your, your play shoes. Or pack your kids' play shoes when they're going to stay after school. Some kids may stay after school, have uh, like prime time or aftercare, or if they're going somewhere for aftercare. Pack the play shoes because I don't know about you guys, but it seems like the kids are hardest on shoes, right? Yes. Jackets and shoes. It's like unheard of. I don't understand. <laughs> um, so you want to pack an extra pair of shoes for them and put it in a designated place. And socks. How many mornings like, oh, my socks don't match. Like, oh, is this the right sock? Every morning. Because I feel like the washing machine eats socks. Is it just me? It, there's got to be because where else are they going? <laughs> Now, now, Wells will come in the house and take his socks off, and there'll be one in the den and one all the way in my bedroom. Somehow. Right, right. <laughs> and then they CJ's never like make that with it back shoes. together. CJ's like that with his shoes, and I'm like, why are your shoes in here? Like, I don't understand, right? <laughs> um, so have a sock bucket or a sock bin. Oh, somebody right? walks in the door and wants to take a sock off. That's fine, but put it right here. And all the dirty socks go in this bin, and that way I can wash all our socks together. But everybody can put their socks time. in there. Yes, all that, the white socks go in this bin, all the black socks or the colors, the gray socks go in this bin. Leslie, and that includes your daddy and Margaret and Wells to everybody put your socks this together. This is the best piece because, of advice you have ever listen, given Listen, if Jeff is anything like Craig, Craig's like, my socks don't match. Well, they're your feet. Like, I don't understand. Like, why? I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't think that was in the decree of marriage. Like, I have to keep up with the socks too? Like, give us a break. No, right? I don't even do Jeff's laundry. That crazy lucky. <laughs> oh, all right now, Jeff. Now, wait a minute now. Okay, but do you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, but, but he'll say, well, I do laundry, you know, all the socks match. Well, they're just your socks, so I guess you would care for them. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, have bins for socks. That is something that I'm definitely implementing I'm this gonna school year. I'm going to do that, too. Like a basket. So yes! It get too just for smelly. socks. Just for Oh, that's true, too. Right girl. under, when you walk in my back door, there's a little bench that's like our main door we come through uh-huh. there's a little bench it's not a mudroom but i, I like to pretend yes. it's not a mudroom but so then i have the little shoe tray but right next to that shoe tray under the bench i'm gonna put a 
sock basket. That's it. And if you don't have a mudroom and you come in through your garage, have that, it there. Your shoe base, your shoe center could be right there. That's right. Right there. You don't have to bring all the stuff in the house. Because mm -hmm. I tell them all the time, don't bring your shoes and you're bringing the whole city in. Please. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So those are my tips for the most part. I hope, I hope, I hope that was helpful. Well, if it wasn't for y'all, it was for me. So thank you, Leslie. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we got all this great information from my kids' time. Um, so if you're interested and need more information, check it out. All right. Okay. So Leslie, we've been talking about um, back to school. Back to school. It's back to school time. You just gave me the greatest advice about the socks. I cannot wait to implement that. <laughs> I'm going to start today. Oh. Um, so at this point where th this episode is out, some children are already back. Yes. Uh, some are about to be there. But anyway, it's it's August. We're, we're back in that space. So something that we know plays an important role in a child's success in school is their vision health. Yes. And I mentioned this earlier, but August is Children's Vision Health and Safety Month. Okay. This month aims to raise awareness about the importance of protecting children's eyes. So we're going to talk about that a little okay. bit. Okay. All right. The American Optometric, Optometric, Optometric? I, I think it's Optometric. I don't know. Op Optometry? Optometric. No. I'm Optometric. Say. Okay. Okay. Optometrist. The yes, I know that word. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the American Optometric Association states that vision health is not just seeing clearly; it is also the ability to focus and easily shift focus. You know, okay. from like so, like imagine you're taking notes at school. So I'm writing here. And then I'm looking up at the board. Yes. And then I got to look back down. And I've got to be able to shift from far away to close yes. up. You know, like that's a that's yes. a skill. Yep. And a you have to focus through your eyes. Right. The <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, it's the ability to track or keep the eyes on target when looking from one object to another. Like I just said, moving the eyes along a printed page or following a moving object like a thrown ball. The ability to coordinate and use both eyes together when moving the eyes along a printed page and to be able to judge distances and see depth for classwork and for sports. Um, it's also good eye-hand coordination, the ability to organize images on a printed page into letters, words, and ideas, and to be able to understand and remember what you've read. Okay. But it's not, so vision health isn't just like, oh yeah, I've got 20-20 vision, I can see you. It's mm -hmm. all these other things that go into play too, right? Okay. So the AOA, the Optometric Association, reminds us that a child may not tell you that they have a vision problem because they may not realize it themselves, right? Especially mm -hmm. younger children, they may think like, well, I've always seen this way. Or mm -hmm. um, or it, even if there's been a change in their vision, they may not have the, the insight to think, this is probably not right. But, you know, they may think that everyone this, else is seeing this, the same way I they are. I thought everything was fuzzy. Yeah, I thought right? everything, exactly, yeah. Um, so I, I don't understand this really. I, I guess I do, you know, kids, we all think differently, but I started wearing glasses in second grade. Oh, cute. And You're probably adorable with glasses in second grade. Oh, Leslie, I had the big old, <laughs> you know, which are a little trendier now. Yeah. But back then, oh, anyway. <laughs> um, they were plastic, they were brown. They were <laughs> um, but I, my best friend started wearing glasses in first grade. Oh, wow. Kindergarten or first grade. And so your best friend has it. You want yeah, it too. Yeah. So I mean, the minute I recognized that that board was fuzzy, yeah. I told my mama. 
Because I was ready to go get my glasses too. What a silly thing. (laughs) Now I'm like, why would you want that? But glasses give you character. No, yeah, they certainly, (laughs) certainly do. (laughs) Give you some kind of character. (laughs) But you know what, too, Carrie? I would think that this is even more important in this day and age because kids have so much screen time. Oh, yeah. They have Mm -hmm. um, computers. They have iPads. Which can weaken your vision. They have phones. They have TVs. And now when you go in the classrooms, there are smart boards. Right. Those smart boards are being replaced now from for as of our whiteboard or our chalkboard mm-hmm. some students when you go to their desk they have ipads there there's a a thing we're going to talk about in a minute um that's it's a 2020 20 rule mm-hmm. that i'm going to go over okay. that i'd never heard before okay. i did this research and it's supposed to help with that sort of that okay problem that we all face really yes. children shouldn't just be doing it we all should be doing this 2020 20 so we'll get to that okay um but back to the them recognizing it. If a child does not recognize or does not want to admit that they have any vision impairment, it could result in lower comprehension or efficiency in their work, sports, and play. So it's Absolutely. not, you know, vision doesn't doesn't just affect your your grades. It can Absolutely. affect your ability to to throw a ball or catch yes. a ball or run down the field yeah. or where you kicking that soccer ball and you know yeah. all those Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Um, So while we hope that our children will report any issue and that regular vision screenings will catch any issue, you know, because like Mm -hmm. when they go to the pediatric visit every year, they do that screening, but that might not catch Mm -hmm. all the, the, you know, that, that tells us if the lines are fuzzy, that doesn't necessarily tell us if there's any other mm -hmm. issue back there. Um, We should still look out for signs that may point to a problem to us. Um, So, signs that we might can see from our children that maybe should raise a flag that we need to bring this up to an eye doctor or mm-hmm. even to their pediatrician to, to get a referral or whatever are complaints of discomfort and fatigue um mm-hmm. if they're frequently rubbing their eyes or blinking a lot you know i remember doing that a lot yes not being able to and like uh, squint, squint and then you blink and i'm thinking about <laughs> yeah. my first grade teacher miss higgs i remember her telling the little kid are you squinting hey squinty i'm calling your mama and literally <laughs> That was like on a Monday by Friday. He had glasses. Yeah, but he did. Teachers are the ones usually that point out to parents, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, I think this person, this kid may need glasses or little Johnny can't see or I had to move him closer or he's coming up to the board to read it. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to our teachers. Uh, They're more than just teachers. (laughs) They sure are. (laughs) They're parents. Um, Other things are if they have a short attention span, Mm. which makes sense because, you know, I can't see it. So I'm just moving over. Absolutely. Um, Avoiding reading and other close activities. Mm -hmm. If they have frequent headaches. If they go around, if they cover one eye, because, you know, you can focus better. Maybe this eye sees better than this eye or something. Um, If they tilt their head to one side when they're looking at something. And that's common. I'm not, I did not know that, but that's, so that's an, that could be an indicator yes. of a vision issue if they tilt their head to the side when they're looking at it. There them. are parents right now listening, thinking like, oh my God, does he tilt his oh, head? Yes, like, right. <laughs> you know, pay, you can pay attention to the things. Yeah. That's true. Um, if they hold their reading materials close to their face, mm-hmm. if you see an eye that turns in or out. Yes. Um, if they say they're seeing double, if they lose their place when reading easily, um, or if they have difficulty remembering what they did read. So not not necessarily just comprehension, but like, what was it that you just... What did you just see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the AOA also reports that undetected and untreated vision problems 
can elicit some of the very same signs and symptoms commonly attributed to attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD, mm-hmm. like um, hyperactivity and distractibility. And due to these similarities, children eliciting these symptoms should have a comprehensive vision exam with their doctor of optometry to avoid a misdiagnosis. So it could be, maybe it's not ADHD, maybe it's a vision issue. Hmm. So, you know, something to consider. Yeah. Um, The National Eye Institute has a fun resource page for kids to help them understand the importance of eye health because we can, you know, talk to her blue and a face to children about this kind of stuff mm-hmm. but it's fun when there's resources that yes, help them learn to because i can tell y'all my son doesn't listen to me but if there's some <laughs> cool game <laughs> you'll listen to that so um there are cool eye tricks optical illusions there's little ask a scientist videos Ooh. and lots of cool things that your child might enjoy so um, we're going to post a link to that page on our on our facebook page so you can check it out and share it with your kid if you want to This site also provides a list of 10 tips for children to follow to help take care of their vision. So if your kids are around, have them listen along for the next few minutes with you or um, make sure that you encourage them to do these things that we're about to tell you. Or, like I said, Wells wouldn't be listening to my podcast. He's not (laughs) going to listen to me. So put him on the website and let him read it for himself. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, um, but anyway, they say, the first thing to, for taking care of your vision is eat right to protect your sight. A well-balanced diet full of different types of fruits and veggies, especially leafy greens like spinach, kale, and collard greens, and fish like salmon, tuna, and halibut have been proven to help eyes. Okay. Number two is to get moving. My favorite thing for Mm -hmm. us to encourage Mm -hmm. people to do. Just like adults, kids who exercise often have healthier body weights than those who don't. And being overweight or obese can put you at a higher risk for diabetes and other conditions that can lead to vision problems. So exercise. Yes. Number three is to speak up if if your vision does change. Is it blurry? Are you have you noticed you're squinting a lot like we were just talking about? Um, Do you have trouble seeing things at school? Make sure you tell a parent or a teacher if your eyes are bothering you or if you notice any changes in your vision. Number four, if you already have a vision issue, don't ignore it. Wear your glasses or your contact lenses or whatever. All um, your glasses help you see better, especially when they're clean and free of smudges. Talk to an adult about how to clean your glasses and how to store them when you're not wearing them. Don't just throw them in your backpack and let them get all scratched up and broken up. <laughs> or goggle glasses. I see a lot of kids like the straps. Oh, yeah, the younger kids yeah. have them yeah. that go all the way yeah. around. That's nice. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to lose them mm-hmm. or break them. Because mm-hmm. they're true. expensive. They are. Put them on your face. And That's use true. Them. <laughs> I love kids with glasses, though. Glasses, babies with glasses, and redheads are like my weakness. <gasps> Leslie, how this cute is, is that? A different topic for a different time. I'm but just saying we've never talked about this before. But I also love redheads. <laughs> my <laughs> ultimate dream is to have a redheaded baby. I know it's a little off. I get it. But every time I see a redhead child, I'm thinking, God, I could just if I could have a redheaded baby. I mean, they're so cute. Jeff has always said they have so much character. You better hope these children don't come out with red hair because I'm going to know they're not mine. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, please. I'm but just saying. I like red- redheads are so cute. Yes, they're they so are. Cute. Thank you, Leslie. Nothing you hear that? Ginger. Do you hear that, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like me. a good ginger. <laughs> yes. 
Or do they have glasses? Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> I love them. But any kid with glasses, especially like a toddler, super cute. Yeah. Oh, it's adorable. So put your glasses on, kids. You're precious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five is keep the germs away. Always wash your hands before putting them close to your eyes, especially if you're putting in or taking out contact lenses. Children, I know y'all are not washing your hands like you're supposed to. It is 2023 and we're three years removed from a big pandemic. Y'all yes. have all forgotten about washing your hands. I've seen all of you get back to a good practice and wash your hands, especially if you're wearing contact lenses. Yes. Jeez. I was never good with contacts. I can never put them in. Never. That's, a, that's an interesting. I don't know if it's because I'm left-handed or what. <laughs> I just could never. I could never do. Well, it. you're so cute. Glasses. <laughs> More of the reason why I wear glasses. So. <laughs> All right, number six is gear up. Now this is important. Um, wear the right protection to keep your eyes safe during activities like huh. um, like certain sports. Like so, like swimming, you need to wear goggles, mm -hmm. right? And um, you need to wear a face mask for certain sports. You need to make sure you've got your helmet on when you're biking or when you're playing mm -hmm. football or whatever. Things that protect your eyes because I'm not just talking about like stuff getting in your eyes, but slapping around your eyes and that kind of stuff too, right? A lot of vessels burn yes, first thing. Yeah. Um, um, and then also it says science experiments um, that involve chemicals. You want to make sure you're wearing safety goggles for that. If you're mowing the lawn, oh, yeah, you don't want to get pieces grass, of grass and dirt true. in your eyes just you want to make Garden, sure you're always yeah. wearing protective eyewear many injuries can be prevented with better safety habits such as using protective eyewear this should be um eyewear should also be specific to your sport and if you need a prescription in that eyewear like you can get prescription goggles you can get prescription Ooh. glasses that sunglasses are like too. sports glasses yeah. and that yeah sunglasses yeah. all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff so mm -hmm. exactly and speaking of sunglasses number seven is wear your shades mm -hmm. the sun's rays can hurt your eyes choose sunglasses that block 99 or 100 percent of both uva and uvb radiation from the sun and remember silly children you should never look directly at the sun. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> uh, number eight is give your eyes a break. Do Oh, so this is that 2020 thing, Leslie. It says, do you spend a lot of time looking at a computer, a phone, or a TV screen? Yes. 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 Everyone, yes. raise your hand. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. So if you do this, it says staring at any one thing for too long can tire your eyes. So give them a rest with the 2020 rule. Every 20 minutes, look about 20 feet away for 20 uh, seconds. So find something about 20 feet away. So focus. Just count to 20 Mississippis. And then and then you can get back to like binging whatever yeah. Henry Dangerous show you're watching or whatever you're watching. Madam Secretary currently for me. <laughs> Um, all right, so number nine is, this is just across the board, kids, but say no to smoking. Did you know that smoking is as bad for your eyes as it is for the rest of your body? I had no idea. Yep, it can put you at risk for some pretty serious eye issues, which can even lead to blindness. So, huh. just don't smoke. And then the final one is talk about it. Does anyone in your family have issues with their eyes? Like, I also knew when I couldn't see that board in second grade that, yeah, that makes sense because my father has vision issues. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I figured mm -hmm. that was going to happen to me, right? Mm -hmm. And it and it has. So, um, or do you not know if there, anyone has any issues? Ask mm -hmm. your parents. Ask around. Mm -hmm. Talking about eye health with your family can help all of you stay healthy. 
Another thing to consider for eye safety is um, what to do for eye first aid. So the NEI provides some guidance for this as well. They say if particles like sand or dust get into your eyes, don't rub it. Don't, which I'm mm -hmm, guilty of doing mm -hmm. that, right? Something gets there and yeah. immediately I'm like yeah. rubbing my face. Absolutely. Don't rub it. Go to the sink and wash your eyes out with water. So get that. Okay. Get. I was thinking, you know, I, on the way home from work one, it was after Alan was born. So 2020, it was 2020. I was driving home and a, a deer shattered my windshield. And I, I remember yes, that, Carrie. I got glass glass shards all in my eyes. I remember that and I oh it was awful but they spent the paramedics came and they spent so much time washing my eyes I out. remember that, that. Was the only thing we had to worry about was my eyes but there was a lot of eye washing for a long time and it still didn't all get out you know why I wouldn't wear my sunglasses Leslie if I'd had my sunglasses on it would have been protective. Would, yeah, I remember that and I feel like if you guys go back and listen to the podcast I think you were talking about that on the cat on the pod I probably was <laughs> I remember that I remember that <laughs> Uh, let's see. If you get hit in the eye with a ball, rock, or someone's elbow, gently put a cold compress on your eye for 15 minutes, which should make the swelling go down and relieve the pain. And then have an adult take you to the doctor because you probably are going to have a big bruise there. Or yes. like you were talking about, you know, busted blood yes. vessels or something. If if you there's a chemical from a class experiment, cleaning fluid, or like battery acid maybe splashes in your eye, Wash your eye out with water for at least 10 minutes and then go to the doctor. Um, and then if an object like a stick or pencil oh, gets stuck in your eye, Jeez. don't pull it out. Leave it there. This is very serious. <gasps> Have an adult put a loose bandage over your eye. Don't put any pressure on the object and then have that adult take you to the doctor. Right oh, ooh, ooh. this is why you don't run with scissors, right? Pencils, <laughs> that's right. Pins, <laughs> forks. You just don't run with just them. Don't do it. So right. eye health is serious business, business, right? So again, it's not just vision. It's, it's all these things. It's and very serious. Carrie, I think uh, one thing I thought about, because I don't have contacts, but don't sleep in your contacts. Isn't that bad for you too? That's bad for you too. I think they might have some that maybe it's okay. Like the but, soft ones And I didn't whatever. really research that, but yes, yeah, my daughters ask me all the time, do you sleep in your contacts? No, and I really don't. But I used okay. to do when I was younger. This was the silliest thing, but I used to do because I just hate, I cannot see. And I can't stand waking up and not being able to see. So okay. I would sleep. I would alternate them. My right eye, my left eye. Okay. My right eye, my left eye. But then I'd wake up in the morning with this. I can't do it anymore. I'm too old. But these dry, terrible eyes. Yes. And it would sometimes, it would be like glued to your yep. eyeball just yep. about. Yep. So yeah, you shouldn't, yes. you shouldn't do that. Okay. Um, so, it, right, I know that the way that my eyes feel or sometimes how they see can affect everything about my physical and mental health. Like mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm when my contacts are all dried out, I, my nose starts to to run like my body feels tired. If it whatever is, is happening in my eyes is happening to me. All it is over. a strong is it is a sense of yours. Mm -hmm. So which one's yeah. weaken, the other ones react yeah. or get stronger. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully. This, what we talked about just now will be helpful, be helpful to you, be helpful to yes. your kids, be helpful to, um, to us to even just pay better attention to how our kids might be feeling and, and see if it, if it's attached to this or not. But mostly we want them to just be good little scholars and good little athletes and good little playmates. And so yes. that's what this is about. And you know what I just thought about Carrie, for those who have kids going back to school who have glasses, maybe you have a pair of glasses for the school. Maybe you have one for at home. 
or maybe oh, you yeah. put uh, a labeling on the glasses or some sort, mm-hmm. or you give an emergency pair to the teacher to keep at a desk, different ways to kind of figure out how we're going to keep up with glasses. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure no one wants to buy glasses like they buy school uniforms. No, that's true. Just saying. You are full of the good, good Listen, tips. Listen, I'm all down for saving a buck, okay? <laughs> you have no idea, all right? Anyway, we can hack this thing. Let's try to get it there. I'm all for that. All right. Well, that's all I have. Do you have anything else? That's it. This was a good episode. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I hope everyone has a smooth, safe, and happy back to school uh, year. And have a great one. Be scholarly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see y'all next month. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Agents and the Facts. We will drop new episodes every second Monday of the month. Find us on your favorite podcast app and follow us on Facebook. The University of Georgia is an equal opportunity, affirmative action, veteran disability institution.